Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Fierce Calling Podcast. I'm your host, Doris Swift. I'm talking with women who share their experiences and what they've learned. We talk about where they're taking action, where their passion, compassion, and conviction intersect, and how they're using their God-given gifts to impact the world for Christ. Because every woman of God has a fierce calling, and everybody has a story. So, let's tell them to glorify God and share what we know. And I hope this podcast inspires and encourages other women to step out of their doubt, into their fierce calling, and use their God-given gifts to impact the world for Christ. And that's you too, friend. In today's episode, The Fierce Calling Life, inspiration from a special needs mama and marketing strategist, I'm talking with my friend, Kim Stewart. She is a marketing strategist who helps authors, podcasters, and coaches strategically reach new readers and listeners with life-changing messages. She's also a wife, mama to two, and she shares her journey with us as a special needs mom. Kim is passionate about Jesus, fulfilling his fierce call in her life, and helping others fulfill their call. I know what Kim has to say will inspire, challenge, and encourage you. So listen in while I have a chat with Kim Stewart. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fierce Calling Podcast. And today I welcome my friend Kim Stewart. She's a marketing strategist who is passionate about helping Christian communicators reach more readers and listeners with their God-given messages. Most days you'll find her behind the keyboard putting her gifts and strengths of administration, service, and strategic thinking to use for his glory, which is a fierce calling. And we're going to also hear about her role and her fierce calling as a special needs mom, which is going to really bless a lot of listeners today. So welcome to the show, Kim. Thanks so much, Doris, for having me. It's so fun to be here. I know. I'm so excited. So share a little bit about yourself and maybe about what you were thinking when I invited you to be on the show. <laughs> yeah. So my first thought was no. <laughs> when you asked me, right, I said, uh, no, that's not really what I'm doing right now. And mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable being a podcast guest. I'm not a speaker or anything like that. <laughs> but I do help Christian communicators, as you mentioned in the introduction. And I do, I'm super passionate about that. I really feel like all of us have a story to tell of what God's done in our lives and our fierce calling that he's called us to. And I think if we don't share it, you know, we're, we're not honoring him like we should. And I think all of us have a story, whether it's something that's going on in our motherhood, like I've had, or their marriage, or just their daily lives, they're walking out their faith, or, you know, in their businesses, there's just some kind of lesson we've learned along the way, or just even sharing about the struggle we're going through so that other people know they're not alone in it. Um, I just think we need to honor God and do that. So yeah, when you asked me, I was just like, yeah, no, that's not what I do. I just do that behind the scenes work. And I love helping other people do that themselves. But yeah, recently God's kind of shown me that that's not fair. I should be doing that too. And maybe somebody would benefit from me sharing my message as well. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. So yeah, I'm so glad God, you know, put us together recently at the Spark Conference, which Mm -hmm. was so fun and definitely a God calling that he sat us next to each other because he knew we needed to meet and become friends. So I'm so thankful for that. Yes. I am so thankful for that too. And Spark was amazing. My listeners are going to go, is that the only place she was the entire year? Because it might I've be. About it. I, and it's like, yes. I mean, it's right before 
the shelter in place stuff mm-hmm. happened and all of that. So, but just besides that though, God put that all together for connections and for us to learn and grow and do what he's calling us to do. And I love how you were explaining all of that because every woman of God has a fierce calling. And mm-hmm. sometimes they might not, you know, they, they'll start comparing like things about, well, I don't know if I have something to say that will impact someone or this is what I do. Or like you were saying, you're kind of behind the scenes, mm-hmm. but your role is so crucial. And whether someone is up on a stage or working in the background area or whatever, that's amazing testimony of God's power and empowerment. And as you say, we're doing it for his glory. So thank you. That is awesome. So as I love to always inquire of my guests, where are you taking action, Kim, where your passion, compassion, and conviction intersect? Well, as you mentioned, professionally is, you know, being behind the scenes and helping other women share their messages of, you know, what God's called them to and their fierce calling and just having them share it with other people. But it did start from my personal journey as a special needs mom. And I have a son, an adult son with autism. And so that's brought some unique challenges to our family, to our marriage. And I think, I can't remember exactly what year it was, but it's been several years ago that I was kind of just processing through some things of some of the challenges I've gone through as being a special needs mom and just how I've dealt with that, you know, and luckily my husband is super patient and super faithful to God. And so we just kind of knew that he had this, you know, we really did feel like we're saying you have this God, like, you know, he's yours, his autism is yours. But I think the reality of it was I wasn't really walking that out. And so I led, you know, just myself to find other ways to cope with it when I thought I was coping with it well. And um, one of my son's therapists actually had kind of pointed out to me, she was getting her PhD at the time and she's super wise for a very young woman. And so she was like, I think I see some coping mechanisms that aren't really healthy in you that you're not really recognizing. And one of them was like, choosing food, you know, returning to food, not turning to God. And others were like, just me being kind of a control freak about it all. Just, I just wanted to make sure I, you know, even though I said, God's got this, I wanted to be the mom that had it, you know, I wanted to be in control of everything that was going on in his life. And so I kind of started digging into that and trying to figure out what, what's God trying to tell me about this? And what is he trying to teach me through this journey? And I actually discovered a couple of books and I think I'd mentioned them to you, but Made to Crave by Lisa Turkhurst and then Let It Go by Karen Eman. And so Made to Crave is all about turning to food and not God. Karen's book, Let It Go, is all about being the control freak and, you know, and just how you have to let go and let God and how you could truly do that with all your family members and uh, people in your environment. And so I just, I was really digging into that and seeing where they were leading me into God's word and learning from that and just being so impacted by their words that I thought, okay, maybe... God's calling me to do this for other special needs moms. Like maybe I need to write a book about my journey, even though my journey's ongoing and will always be ongoing. I just kind of felt like maybe he's calling me to that. And so I had signed up to go to their writing conference or speaking and writing conference they have every year. She speaks. So I really was like so gung-ho. I didn't know anybody. And I was just like, okay, let's fill this calling. I got to go. And my husband was so supportive. And you know, there's 800 women there. And when you don't know a soul, you feel so lonely and Um, But I made some incredible lifelong friendships through that. But, um, and I learned a ton, you know, it just, it was amazing. I was like, okay, I can do this. I could start a blog. I could write a book and, you know, really help other special needs moms. And then I got back home and kind of just 
put it aside. And I really felt like God was like, okay, we got some work to do. Like, you don't need to be writing a book and sharing your story because you haven't even worked through it. You know, <laughs> we got a lot of work to do, me and you one-on-one. So um, I kind of just shelved it. And then the next year I felt the call again, like maybe he's saying, it's time, you know, this is a time for your fierce calling mm. other than just being, you know, you're a special needs mom. That's one of your fierce callings for sure. But maybe um, you can help other people. And so I went back again thinking, okay, I got to write a blog, got to start a book. And I really felt heavy on my heart meeting people that time and, and hearing some of the speakers that he, what he was really calling me to was to be behind the scenes and use my gifts, like you mentioned, of administration and helping and and my background in marketing to help others. So I just felt like all throughout the conference, I was learning about the marketing piece of it. And then like, as we would sit down at breaks and at lunch and at dinner, women were sharing their fears of sharing their stories. Like they love to write, they didn't want to have to talk about it. And, and I was just instantly in strategy mode and being like, oh, here's what you can do. And here's what you can do. Here's what you can do. And, and it just was like this heavy feeling of wow, this is what he's been calling me to all along. Like I still have this journey to walk on with him as a special needs mom, but here's where he wants me to go professionally and just help other women share their message. So that's where I feel like today I'm serving out my fierce calling. And I just want to encourage other women to do the same thing and just, to, you know, just get out there and share your message. And, you know, there's women that are dying to hear it, whether it's one woman, which I know you talk about a lot, you might just be reaching one person and mm-hmm. you could totally impact their lives as, as others have impacted mine. And so, yeah, I just want to help people do that through my calling. Yeah. Thank you. That is amazing how God does that, you know, and he sends us places and puts people in our paths. We don't realize it at first, you know, it's like, we think Mm -hmm. we're there for one purpose and then he starts opening our eyes to, oh, okay. And like your gifts just started flowing while you were sitting at that table, you know, and that realization came to you that you were supposed to do this. This is what Mm -hmm. he wanted you to do. And I love that. And yeah, I have all those books that you mentioned Mm -hmm. (laughs) and just going to that conference was such a blessing that you Mm -hmm. were able to, first of all, break away from your responsibilities to go and see what God had for you there. Mm-hmm. I love how yes. you that. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a, yeah, it's a big time commitment, a big financial commitment and God just made the way for it to happen. And yeah, it's, it's an incredible conference. I highly recommend it this year. They are not doing the in-person conference. Obviously they're doing an online. So I highly recommend anybody that's interested in writing or speaking. Um, and I'm sure eventually they'll probably do a lot more podcasting, you know, topics that they have yeah. done in the past, but it is, it's just an incredible learning experience and you just can't get anywhere else. I don't think. Yeah. And a great opportunity because it's online this year. Mm-hmm. So women that have not previously been able to attend, this is the time to yes. do it. And thank you again for sharing about your special needs journey with your son. How was it in the beginning? Like when was the first realization that this was the way God was moving you in your lives together, that your son was going to need some special care and how he was equipping you for that. Yeah, it was um, when my son was right before his second birthday and we had our second son and we just started noticing some things were going on where he kind of was more withdrawn than he had been before. And he wasn't He didn't um, have a lot of words. He was like a late talker, but he had words. And so he kind of just stopped using them as he should. And so we were kind of concerned, but our doctor said, you just have a new baby. You know, he's reacting to the new baby in the house. And this is so typical. Everything you're talking about is very typical of 
some, a new baby in the house. So we kind of thought, okay, well, they're the professionals, they know, you know? And so then we just kept seeing more and more of it. So we just started reaching out for more help. And he was, it was just before his, I guess his third birth that he was officially diagnosed. And we didn't know anything about autism and we didn't know anybody that had children with autism anywhere. And luckily a neighbor that lived by us heard about, you know, found out about our son being diagnosed and he connected me with another family in the area who this mom had just literally came home from the hospital that day from having birth to her like third or fourth child. And she got on the phone with me and talked to me for hours. It was so, I mean, you know, what a blessing that was and a totally God thing. And she just walked me through everything she knew and let me ask her any questions I had. And then, you know, we just jumped right on and started getting help for him. And that was like one of my coping mechanisms was I just immediately was like, I need to read every single book possible on autism. You know, there's no podcast. So I just kind of obsessed with it and just was like, I'm going to, you know, I've got to know everything about everything about everything and be in control of all of it. And I just remember my husband came home from work one day and he just saw the bed was just spread out with books. Who knows what the kids were doing at that time. And he just immediately said, look, God's got this and we're not going to do this. You know, we're not going to go crazy and let it just uproar our lives. I mean, obviously it's going to, but, but we're not going to let everything else stop. You know, our marriage is important and, you know, we have two children. And so that was such a good advice for me. And he's had to do that many, 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 many times through the journey. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, it was such a shock because we didn't know what it was, you know, I think we both knew there was something up, but we weren't sure what it was. And luckily when he was diagnosed, there was hope that, you know, we kept hearing from other families that were older, their children were older, how there wasn't any hope when they were diagnosed. And they were just basically told their kids would be institutionalized and just set yourself up for that. And so luckily we didn't have that going on. And so we saw the right professionals and they started him on a therapeutic journey. And we've had amazing women and men both that have helped him every year. It's just like the God's just led the most perfect therapists, the most perfect teachers in our school system. And yeah, it's just been mind-boggling how that's worked out for him. So that's Mm -hmm. helped us, you know, again, just believe in him that he's going to come through this. It's not going to be an easy journey, but he is going to come through for us. And we have an amazing church family. I can't remember if I'd shared with you, but we have a huge special needs ministry. I mean, it's sad, right? There's all these families with special needs, but it's been such a blessing because it's just, you know, it's moms that will sit by you and cry with you and just be like, this sucks and we hate it. And, you know, but it is what it is. And there's a reason God called us to be special needs moms. And so luckily we have a huge church family that comes around us and prays for us and sets good examples for us. And yeah, it's helped us keep a strong marriage and it hasn't been easy. It won't be easy by any means, but um, it is a fierce calling. I do believe for sure that there's a reason he called me to be his mom. And yeah. And so it hasn't been easy. I mean, I think I, I may have mentioned to you previously that, you know, our younger son, is very typically developing <laughs> and we joke that he's much more trouble than ours. <laughs> so you know, being a mom, you know, being a mom period is a fierce calling, right? No matter what he brings yes. to children. Um, so yeah, it's not always easy no matter what, but God will provide for sure. Yeah. It's amazing about what you're saying, the community that you have that kind of builds over time and how you can share with each other and community is so crucial. Yes. You know, and thanks again for sharing about your journey with having to let go of that control, because as women, we do want to be able to have control over things to make things good for people like our loved Mm -hmm. ones. 
we feel like we're supposed to be the nurturer and, you know, we're supposed to fix things and really only God takes care of that. So, right. Yeah, that's so true. And then Renee Swope's book, A Confident Heart. I mean, that was so helpful too, to me, because it was, you know, just realizing all the insecurities and how you're not confident at all in this calling. Uh, But, you know, again, just being faithful and knowing that he's going to provide and give you that confidence you need to move forward as a special needs mom. And, and again, about, you know, sharing messages, like it's not the first thing that comes out of my mouth when I meet somebody new, but it's interesting, like a spark at one of the meals that I met two new friends, a spark that are podcast hosts, and they have special needs children too. Like, and we would have never known that had we not had an opportunity to sit at a table and talk. And so it's like, oh, wow, now I have these new friends that, that are in my similar calling, you know, as professionals yeah. with podcasting, but then they're also special needs moms that I can turn to and ask for advice because they have, you know, children a little bit older. And it's just so interesting to see how God provides that community for you when you're not even looking for it. Yeah. And what an important ministry to have, you know, at your church to be Mm -hmm. able to minister to others just beginning their journey and allow those that have been through the journey, like you were saying earlier, you know, that some are like you, you've experienced this for years and you can speak hope and wisdom into the lives of those that, you know, maybe are behind you coming along and and how you can help them too. Yeah, but with our church, we're so surprised when we hear from other parents, like they, don't, they can't go to church, you know, like they don't have, in their church, they may not have a special needs ministry set up, whether that's just, they just don't know about how to do it, or mm-hmm. um, they don't have the staff to do it. And that's so sad. Like, you know, I just can't imagine if we hadn't been able to go to church and have a church family, you know, where we'd be at on this journey. So I hope that if a mom should be out there listening that, you know, is a special needs mom or knows a special needs mom, to be sure and reach out to them and ask them about their church life and their church family. And if they don't have one, there might be like our church, we have a special needs ministry on Sundays, but we also have a support group that meets in person when we're able to meet in person. That's just specifically for the parents to get together, but it's open to our community. So they could go to another church or not even have a church family and be able to come to that support group. And it's been so nice to just see how they're impacted by it and how their kids are impacted by it. So tell us too, because you are also involved in the Supmobile Church. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because that was really intriguing when I heard that you were involved with that. Yeah, so that's been something we've done during the pandemic. And it's a really neat organization, a nonprofit organization down in downtown Dallas. So I'm here in Dallas, Texas. And we just found out about them through a day program that my son is involved in. And so they, um, it's called Heroes. And they have our day program for adults with special needs. And they're really big on serving the community. So they're always looking for opportunities to do that. And so they, I don't know how long ago, they found this organization. And so it's basically, it is a church for the homeless to come to in downtown Dallas. We have a huge number of homeless here. And so they have a little bitty church, but then um, that what they do is they do outreach to the area and they go every day and deliver sandwiches and snacks and anything that could put together a meal that's not going to be super perishable. And so my son's program, when they were meeting before the pandemic, they always made sandwiches. That was their outreach. And they would take them down there and deliver them to the little church there and the pastor that does that work. And then when the pandemic hit, they didn't have people coming because of course they couldn't get out. We were under shelter in place orders. And so they reached out to us and said, you know, is there anybody that can help out while you're home? Can you make sandwiches please? And just get them to us locally or, you know, drive them downtown Dallas. And so we were like, that's perfect. Like we would love to do that. And so we actually reached out to our neighborhood and just said, Hey, you know, if anybody wants to help out, 
we'd love to do this, just drop it off at our house or we'll come to your house and pick it up and we'll take care of getting it downtown. And so I don't remember how many, we did it for eight week, eight straight weeks of the pandemic and we would just have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of sandwiches and snacks to take down there. So we always had to take like two carfuls and it was just an incredible opportunity that we got to meet some of the neighbors. You know, we live in a very close knit house-wise, you know, location-wise neighborhood, but we don't know a lot of our neighbors. And especially as our kids have gotten older, you just don't interact like you used to. So it was nice to meet neighbors. They'd be reaching out to us and I'm like, I don't know who this is, but you know, they got to come to the door. We got to briefly meet them. Mm -hmm. And then um, my son, my younger son would typically be outside of the home working constantly. And so because of the pandemic, his store was shut down. So he was home and able to serve alongside us. So it was an incredible time of um, our family getting to serve together, but then an incredible time of being able to serve with our community for our community. And so, yeah, so my son's still continuing to do it through his day program. But yeah, it was such a special time and such a neat organization for sure. And they've been on the news and stuff and we we just didn't know much about them. And so, yeah, it's just seeing people down there, just so eager to serve and yeah. So then they have the the church that, you know, when people can come into the church, they're able to come and they're just like, we don't care what you look like, what you smell like, you know, mm-hmm. we just want to share Jesus with you. And so I just love that so much. So yeah, it's called the Soup Mobile Church. I love that so much too. That is so good, you know, yeah, and really how cool. it's just, you know, all of these different things that are coming out of this, people are doing to serve each other and to honor the Lord. It's so mm-hmm. amazing. And yeah. you know, being able to meet your neighbors mm-hmm. and all of that, it's so special. Mm-hmm. So thank you. And I, you know, I hope there's a lot of that going on in different other communities or maybe, mm-hmm. maybe someone listening, God is putting it on their heart to, to start something like that. Or right. Yeah. Uh, my friend Annie has a ministry. I need to get her on the podcast too. A ministry called Feed My Sheep. And, oh, and that's, that's their like uh, tagline. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so cool. Cause she is a deaconess at our church. So she's involved in when we serve the body with meals and things, but she felt called to the fact that there's so many out there that are not connected with a church family. God put it on her heart. She has a passion to make sure that people get fed physically and spiritually. So it's, oh, I love that. Yeah, it's really cool, a ministry. And then, you know, she'll put it out there. Uh, she uses that website, Take Them a Meal, and then people just mm-hmm. sign up and can just minister to people who don't, you know, have a church family and many are not believers. And so it's a great way to share Jesus with them and just some love and make connections. And there's been a lot that has come through there that God has done. So thank you for sharing about mm-hmm. the Soupmobile because that that really fascinated me when I saw that and I thought mm-hmm. we can talk about that. So yeah, yeah. It's a really great organization. Very cool. So we're going to switch gears a little bit now and talk about Kim's marketing strategist <laughs> stuff. So I know that you were talking about God kind of birthed that in you when you were seeing how you can help others in communicating his message. So how does that work, Kim? How do, how do people start working with you and how did you begin laying out what you do? Well, so like when I first felt the calling, social media marketing was the big thing. It was just really coming on where people were using Facebook and Instagram to share their messages with new readers and listeners and 
clients. And so I, that's kind of where I started is I really, I really just started by serving some of my favorite authors and just asking, Hey, can I, you know, is there anything I could do to help you? And, you know, I really feel this is my calling, but I need to get some experience under my belt because I had corporate marketing experience, but I didn't have experience with authors typically. And that's where I felt the calling to be was to serve them. So luckily a lot of them said yes, you know, they'd love to work with me. And so that's kind of where I started with social media marketing. And then as it kind of plateaued into when it comes to strategy, you kind of see all the big picture, right? Because it kind of, you're usually using social media marketing to kind of lead them to your email list. And so kind of diving into how can we use our emails in a marketing way and how can we be really strategic about it? And so that's just kind of morphed over the years of serving in a lot of different ways like that. Just whatever component can help bring their message to new people as well as serve their existing readers. But, you know, whether they're heading into a book launch, I've done book launches in the past too and help lead book launch teams and just really anything under that umbrella of marketing. Um, but over the last year, I've kind of honed it down to a really the podcast because I'm such a podcast junkie and I've just like I've learned a lot from books I've also learned a lot from podcasts and of course as a mom it's so much easier to digest podcasts than it is a book or a blog right. and I'm a firm believer in that you know it's just like anytime I think of anything it's just like I want to go search for a podcast on it because it's just so much easier to listen and just cue them all up and just binge I love to binge on tv so I also love to binge on podcasts and so yeah I just have felt like that's probably where I need to be spending more of my time serving is helping women share their messages through podcasting. So like you as a host or me as a guest. Uh, and so when the Spark Conference, of course, when, I about it again, when that came up in February, <laughs> you know, I was just like really honing in on that. And so I was like, okay, now I need to go learn just more of the behind the scenes of podcasting. And I wanted to hear from hosts specifically, you know, challenges they had and um, how guests could serve them better and just really learn more about that. So I wasn't going to learn about starting a podcast, but I wanted to learn about serving the podcasters better. So as I mentioned, that was just an incredible time of learning and connections. And so um, that's what I kind of started doing was helping people pitch themselves to be a guest on podcasts. As you know, I pitched um, one for you. Mm -hmm. So I love, love, love that work. But what I noticed, at least in our community of Christian communicators, I think there's probably a bigger need for the strategy because I think a lot of women what they would do it themselves, but they really needed that strategic approach to it. And so, you know, you don't know how to just throw the spaghetti at the wall and hope it sticks. You really want to be strategic about it. So just recently, I've been kind of honing in on more of that piece of it, because I think a lot of women either they want to do it themselves, because usually what happens is like when they decide they're going to do it, they need to do it now. Like they're on it, you know, especially like if they're self-publishing a book, they're just like, okay, I need to be on a podcast tomorrow. And so <laughs> they want to know how to do it themselves, but they needed to be able to do it strategically. And so during the pandemic, I kind of had I guess we're still during a pandemic, but I had kind of put a put eyes on all my services because I was like, my son with autism is home, you know, everybody's home. It's really difficult to work. So, um, but I'm trying to gear that all back up, but I really feel like I need to hone it in on the strategy piece and just help women be able to do it themselves or have a VA do it for them. But if they have the whole package of everything's in place, they could turn it over to a VA to implement it. So that right now is what I'm offering is just the strategic approach to it. So um, women can book an hour strategy session and we can just answer any questions and go through anything you have. Like maybe you've already started pitching yourself or you're just starting to pitch yourself and you have lots of questions and want to know how to do it in the most strategic way to save you the most time. And then I'm also working towards offering more of kind of like a, an intensive approach to it. So maybe a little deeper into the strategy and maybe a little more done for you work on my end that I can then turn over to somebody to help implement it. So yeah, that's where I'm at today with it. And I just, I love it, love, love, connecting with podcast hosts and, 
and just again connecting with women that have a, a God-given message to share and I just want to help them do that as best I can. Yeah, I can totally tell. And I love <laughs> Yeah, I'm very passionate about it. <laughs> yes, you have such passion about it. And that's just amazing. And thank you. That was Krista Hutchins that you connected yeah. with me. That was such a great conversation. <laughs> oh, I loved having her on. She was great and so encouraging. And so I just I thank you for that because that was amazing. And yeah, you just have such a passion for this and helping others. Yeah, and I think as far as the podcast pitching or your ideal readers are tuning into, because sometimes I think we automatically think, okay, well, I love these 10 podcasts. So I want to be on these 10 podcasts, yeah. but you may not think through, but wait a minute, you know, I've got a book or I've got a course or a membership or this specific message, obviously burning on my heart. That's only for this specific woman, hopefully, you know, and where is she listening? So she may not even be listening to my top 10 podcasts that I listen to. So I definitely want to be strategic and going after the right ones. And so that's what I help is, is kind of just putting together, how are we going to go about this strategically? So we're going to pick the right podcast and put together what is our topics we're pitching. And a lot of women struggle with that. I mean, if they're speakers, they sometimes have topics already. And, but if they're not, you know, or they might have something from their book, but they may not, they may not see that as a message for a podcast. And so some people need help developing that. And then, you know, just pulling together the right podcast that would be good to reach out to and the podcast host information and putting all that together in a package that then they could turn it over to a VA or they could just do it themselves. I mean, some people I think are like, let me just get it all together. And then like next month, I might pitch to a couple of podcasts and next month I might pitch to a couple of op -ed. you know, they'll just do it on their own time schedule, but they need that upfront strategy work done first. So Yeah. That's so amazing too, because it saves so much time for them to do the things that they were really called to do mm -hmm. so that they can have someone like Kim to help, you know, with a strategy and all of that kind of thing. So that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And I love doing that. A lot of us don't always yeah. see, you know, how we can share, you know, and a lot of, I know a lot of people, it's still new, right? The podcasting world. And they don't think about, I think we still think of like guest blogging. Like we would typically, you know, ask somebody, can I do a guest post on your blog? And that's still a very popular way to share your message too. But now podcasting is just, you know, so huge. And women like me are listening to them like crazy. Yeah. So, you know, why not? You know, just kind of have to shift that thinking. Okay, okay, instead of a guest blog, why don't I guest podcast? And, you know, helping women figure out, I do have something to share on podcast. And how can mm -hmm. I go about doing that? Yeah. And, and how will it really benefit me? You know, like, do I have any goals that'll, that'll help me reach? And um, yeah, just helping women through that as love. Yeah, to be really effective. and. Mm -hmm. And this is your area of gifting where it may not be that person's area of gifting. And so that's how God puts people together because not everyone has the same gifts. And so yeah, we're able so to, true. you know, all come together as the body with all of our different gifts, but for one purpose, to glorify God, to know him and make him known. And so that is amazing. How can people connect with you, Kim? How can they reach out to you if they're interested in learning more about that? or just even to get more information from you about the different groups that you belong to? Yeah, so my website is kimstewartmarketing.com and then I'm most active on Instagram and that's, um, I'm sure you'll link it, but it's at kimstewinspired. Um, so yeah, if they go to both of those places, hopefully they can learn about me and see if there's any ways that, you know, they can just learn for free or connect with me for services. And I think I mentioned to you, I'd love to do a giveaway for your listeners. If anybody is even thinking about 
wanting to do guesting on podcasts or they have guested on podcasts, but maybe they haven't seen the return on, you know, their investment of time and would just like to talk to somebody and strategize through that. I would love to give away two strategy sessions. And so they can go to my website to learn more about that. And I know you'll link that, but I would just love to, to give somebody the opportunity to do that, just to be able to spend a dedicated time with somebody that you can just ask questions and, and get their pick my brain and just be strategic about your approach and learn more about podcast guesting. So cool. Thank you. I love that because of course I love podcasting, <laughs> but I, you know, I love to listen and I love to talk to people on mine because it's just so cool to connect with so many different voices who are all one body believing that Jesus is Lord and we want to just lift his name up and that's great. So I hope our listeners today will connect with you and check out your sites. And like you said, I'll put all of those links in the show notes for them so they can find you. Yeah. And hey, and I was going to say, by the way, if I didn't tell you already, congratulations on your feature in podcast magazine. So obviously I'm not the only one that loves your podcast and thinks you're doing an amazing job at it. I know there's lots of other women that feel the same way. That just blesses me so much. Thank you. God is so good. Like, okay, God, what is this? I was, you know, I've told the story before, just not long ago, I was like, what is a podcast? And why would I have one? And what would I do? You know, and then God just like, okay, this is going to be your podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, it was kind of similar to uh, a book that I was working on. So he just opens that door and says, this is what I want you to do. And I just am amazed because similarly, as you help with marketing strategy, I love to have guests come on and just share how God is using them in great and mighty ways for his glory. And the purpose is to inspire and encourage women that no matter what life brings and the difficult challenges and all of that, God still has a calling and God still wants to use us. Mm -hmm. And God has a fierce calling for every woman of God. And even though sometimes they may not see it right away or they may feel like maybe what they've done or where they've been or what's been done to them or you know the struggles that they're going through right now that they have nothing to offer that's really not true so i appreciate you telling your story and sharing that and i know that that is going to encourage encourage a lot of people today so i hope it does yeah. thanks for having me on doris thank you this has been so cool and i love hearing about what god is doing with your ministry because Really, as we've talked to even other women that we work with, I'm sure you encourage them that, yeah, this is a, this is a ministry and a business kind of meshed together. Yes. And just sometimes that icky feeling about feeling like it's self-promotion. But mm -hmm. when we look at the fact that we are, we are getting God's message out there, yes. so that is what, why we want to get the message of our books or whatever out there. And you don't have to be a book author. I mean, some people are like, if I am on your podcast, I don't have a book. Mm -hmm. This is about God's calling on the lives of women. And it's just women that are called to all different things. So, but thank you so much. And I'm just looking forward to seeing what you have for the listeners on your site. And I just, I just love you, Kim. So thanks for oh, being thanks, on. Oh, thanks, Doris. Back at you. <laughs> Me too. I'm so glad. Have a blessed day, friend. And I'll talk to you soon. Okay, thanks. Thank you for listening today. I hope you were inspired by what Kim had to share. She is living out, loving community well in her family, business, and neighborhood. She is a wonderful example of why God calls us to do life together. That reminds me of one of my favorite scriptures. 
Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. 1 Thessalonians 5.11 Don't you love that? You can connect with Kim at KimStewartMarketing.com and find out more about her marketing strategies and her favorite resources. Also, check out her Instagram page and follow her there at KimStewInspired. I also added the links to the books that Kim mentioned in the show so you can find them in the show notes. Would you like to win one of two complimentary strategy sessions with Kim that she mentioned in the show? It is an awesome opportunity. So, in order to be included in the drawing, leave a comment, share this episode on your favorite social media site between now and July 28th of this wonderful year 2020, and be sure to tag me and we'll draw two names. This is a great and valuable opportunity, so don't miss out because this may be God's next step in your fierce calling. I'd also love to stay connected with you, of course. So check out all of my site here at daraswift.com and hang out for a while. Find free resources like my Fear Fighting Bible Verses and my ebook that's totally free. Step out of your doubt and into your calling. Read my past blog posts and listen to previous podcast episodes. It's all in one place. daraswift.com I hope you join me next time when I talk with another woman who is taking action where her passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Until then, friend, have a blessed week, and I'll talk to you soon.